Thank you and welcome all to another episode of Coding Talks with myself, Vishnu Viji. Uh, myself, a .NET programmer from Thiruvannathapuram, Kerala State. And this is a podcast from myself and on each episode I will try to present some of the programming concepts or something, some specific technologies that are related to cloud. Uh, in addition to being a .NET developer with more than 15 years experience in IT, I am also uh, how uh, uh, worked extensively with different kinds of enterprise applications and cloud, working with the Amazon Web Services, the Microsoft Azure and Google Cloud as well. In addition to that, I am also an AWS community builder for the year 2021-22. With that, uh, a quick introduction about myself, I will start the session. And today, we will be focusing mostly on the one of the most popular service from Amazon, which is called the AWS Storage, or we call as S3, Simple Storage Object. This is one of the most popular service from AWS and almost most of the application around i feel around 90 95 uh, percent of the applications are actually using s3 and this is one of the initial services that is launched by amazon and it got tremendous popular out there because of having it more popular they all the other different services from amazon is actually uh, have uh, good integrations with the uh, s3 as well and this particular service is what I am going to cover in this today's episode. Uh, before starting the session, I would like to mention that all the opinions that I shared through this podcast are purely personal and do not represent any of the employer's view in any way. These are purely my personal opinions, the, in the knowledge which I have gained from different sources and I... I, I intended to explain to you so that you will get a familiarity especially for those who are new to uh, programming or uh, the programming concepts having a bit background about uh, programming definitely helps but this podcast can be listened by anyone irrespective of uh, the different backgrounds they have and i hope uh, they will get a good introduction introduction on the amazon s3 object uh, store s3 storage service and why we are using such a service so by the end of this uh, podcast you will get a good uh, understanding about how you can get started with the amazon s3 and how you can take uh, advantage of this service We can start by understanding why we are going for this kind of services. Before that, I would like to mention one more uh, important thing. I have a YouTube channel also in the same name that is Coding Talks with Vishnu Viji. Already a lot of YouTube sessions are conducted there and the recordings are available there. Um, but depending on how I get the time, I sometimes I conduct the meetup group so i have a meetup groups called the coding talks uh, cloud computing 
and uh, already uh, from the past year i have covered a lot of sessions related to the different cloud vendors like amazon microsoft azure and google and the recordings are available on my youtube channel if you are interested feel free to uh, uh, watch those as well and similarly the uh, podcast as well this podcast is also available on different platforms like spotify apple uh, stitcher and so on depending upon your preference you can listen the podcast from any one of your favorite podcasters you like so thank you once again for listening and we can start the session first we can understand why we are using an object storage like s3 what's the purpose behind that the purpose of storing uh, or using the amazon s3 is that we want to store some form of data that be- belongs to our application so when it comes to data uh, there can be user data there can be some kinds of data that is uploaded by the user either in the form of files or xml or uh, xml or word document or make it can be even an image also some of the applications which we encounter in our daily life will generate a lot of files as part of their functioning so those applications need to store uh, those files or basically what we call as objects in some location and that location must be scalable and highly available we can of course um, build up an infrastructure in our own premise uh, on premise area and then we can store all those things there as we used to do traditionally a few years back but that is quite challenging because we need to build up a lot of infrastructure up front and we we need to make it scalable as well so there is a lot of expense in making it scalable and highly available the trend uh, currently the companies are following is to rental some service from cloud services like the amazon or microsoft azure so that they can uh, they can rent some service whenever they need and they need to pay only for what they want to use just like we use electricity and internet from a common provider for our home a requirement we don't need to create an infrastructure for internet or electricity in our own home instead ra- rather we try to rental some service from s- some providers out there and we we use it kind of a sort of a rental like approach and we only pay for what we actually use and that save a lot of upfront cost that is the same concept that why companies are going behind the cloud vendors uh, so that way uh, different cloud vendors are out there there are lot of lot of cloud vendors out there but the most popular ones are amazon web services microsoft azure and google cloud there are also some others like the ibm rackspace and all we are not going to discuss all those things uh, just for your understanding i explained them especially if you are a beginner today we are focusing on the amazon web services and one of its most popular service called the uh, amazon s3 which is an object storage so just now we understood that as part of our application development uh, we need to store some form of data 
സൊ യൂസർ ഡേറ്റാസ് ക്യാൻ ബി സ്റ്റോർഡ് ഐതർ ഇൻ എ റിലേഷണൽ ഡേറ്റാബേസ് ഓർ നോൺ റിലേഷണൽ ഡേറ്റാബേസ് ലൈക്ക് നോ സീക്വൽ ബട്ട് അതർ ഫോംസ് ഓഫ് ഡേറ്റാസ് ലൈക്ക് ദ ഫയൽസ് ഓർ ദി ഇമേജസ് ഓർ റിപ്പോർട്ട്സ് ഫോർ സം ഫോം സം ഫോം ഓഫ് സച്ച് ഫയൽസ് ദാറ്റ് ആർ അപ്ലോഡഡ് ബൈ ദ യൂസർ വി നീഡ് ടു സ്റ്റോർ വി നീഡ് ടു സ്റ്റോർ ഇൻ എ സം ലൊക്കേഷൻ ദാറ്റ് ഈസ് ഹൈലി അവൈലബിൾ ആൻഡ് സ്കെയിലബിൾ ആൻഡ് ആമസോൺ എസ് ത്രീ ഈസ് ഓൺ സച്ച് കൈൻഡ് ഓഫ് സർവീസ് വിച്ച് ഇസ് ഓഫേർഡ് ബൈ ആമസോൺ സോ ദർ ആർ ഡിഫറെൻറ്റ് അതർ സർവീസസ് ദാറ്റ് ബിലോങ്സ് ടു ദ സ്റ്റോറേജ് കാറ്റഗറി ഫ്രം ആമസോൺ ആസ് വെൽ ബട്ട് ദ ബെയിൻ ഓർ ദ ബേസിക് സർവീസ് ദാറ്റ് ഈസ് അവൈലബിൾ ഫോർ ഒബ്ജെക്ട് സ്റ്റോറേജ് പർപ്പസ് ഈസ് ആമസോൺ എസ് ത്രീ സോ ഈഫ് യുവർ ആപ്ലിക്കേഷൻ ഹാസ് എ നീഡ് ലൈക്ക് യു നീഡ് ടു സ്റ്റോർ സം ഫോം ഓഫ് ഡേറ്റ ലൈക്ക് ദി ഇമേജ് ഇമേജസ് ഓർ സം ഫോം ഓഫ് എക്സൽ ഫയൽ ഓർ പി ഡി എഫ് ഫയൽസ് ഓർ സം ഫോം ഓഫ് ഫയൽസ് ദാറ്റ് ആർ അപ്ലോഡഡ് ബൈ ദ യൂസർ ആൻഡ് യു നീഡ് എൻ ഐഡിയ ടു സ്റ്റോർ യു ക്യാൻ ഡെഫിനറ്റ്ലി ഗോ ഫോർ ആമസോൺ എസ് ത്രീ നെക്സ്റ്റ് വി ക്യാൻ അണ്ടർസ്റ്റാൻഡ് ഹൗ വി ക്യാൻ സ്റ്റാർട്ട് യൂസിംഗ് ദി എസ് ത്രീ ടു ഗെറ്റ് സ്റ്റാർട്ടഡ് യൂസിംഗ് എസ് ത്രീ വി നീഡ് ആൻ ആമസോൺ അക്കൗണ്ട് or aws uh, i will explain uh, now call um, <clears throat> now i will call instead of amazon web services i will say like aws so when i say aws it means the amazon web services it's short form so to get started with the s3 you need an aws account which you can create free from their page if you search for aws free account you can sign up for a free account the only thing which you need to aware of is you need to provide a credit card an actual working credit card because that is required for verification uh, for creating your account uh, but you won't get charged for anything amazon offers a lot of free services for those who are new to uh, the amazon and uh, they can try it out S3 also has a free credit uh, free uh, quota that is available uh, and you can uh, you can simply try it out so uh, provided if you are within that limit you won't get charged for anything so feel free to try it out so the first step you need to understand is uh, you need to create an account amazon uh, aws account you can create a free account or whatever account you can so there uh, when it comes to amazon there is a difference with uh, relation to the aid uh, relation to the microsoft azure so in microsoft azure there is a concept called this different subscriptions but in amazon it's called the account so when you are ac- when you are creating a new account in amazon uh, your account is tied to your email account and uh, to your credit card amazon provides a uh, set of services and set of quota that are available and you can try it out uh, you can search for that in their documentation and you can and you can understand how much free limit they are providing and if you are within that free limit you won't get charged for anything but uh, be careful while using the different services because if you overuse and if you are over the quota which they are providing for free you will uh, you will be charged also so the one thing which you can immediately set after creating an account is to create a alert uh, from the uh, from the budget section so that uh, amazon will raise a warning if you go beyond that particular limit 
so discussing about uh, how to set those alert and all is beyond the scope of this session you can simply uh, create it by following the documentation that is available or, or you can simply have a watch as well so this amazon s3 service which we are going to discuss in today's session is relatively cheap so what i feel is if you are careful and if you don't overuse that much uh, you are safe within the limit and there is nothing to worry about you can uh, you can have just have a quick look about how much um, free uh, free tire is available for you and just make sure you are within that limit once you created an account in amazon then you can simply search for s3 either in the search bar of the amazon console we call the amazon dashboard as amazon console so you can search for the s3 search uh, s3 in the search bar or uh, in the dashboard you can view the different services listing categorized by, uh, by um, uh, amazon, uh, you can view the different services in the dashboard and they are categorized based on their usage so if you are um, if you have a need for using a kind of a storage kind of service so that is categorized under the storage similar way if you need a database that is categorized under the database or the rts service if you need some machine learning or big data related service that is categorized under the uh, big data services so depending upon your preference or what service you need from a cloud vendor like amazon you can look into that particular category and you can select a service our topic of discussion today is storage and underneath the storage you can view the s3 there are other kinds of storage as uh, storage services out there just for your understanding i am, I am explaining like the only is the amazon fsx which is a file server service for uh, windows uh, file system and there are uh, other service like the backup as well which is, which allows you to backup the different things so uh, underneath the storage there are different different other services out there but the main thing which we are going to focus today is s3 so underneath the uh, storage service just click on the s3 and that will open up the s3 main page and you can simply create an s3 account creating an s3 account is relatively straightforward the only thing which you need to provide is you need to provide an s3 account name uh, and that must be an unique one because amazon creates an arn or uh, a unique resource identifier based on the name which you are providing so it will show warning like if that uh, storage account is already taken by someone else so you can provide some name and amazon will uh, show a, a green signal like okay you are you can good to go ahead and then you can create the different thing so now uh, we will understand more about the different features of uh, s3 uh, as we going through the episode and the main important thing for you to get started is to have an account and then you have to provide a storage name and then you need to provide some other informations like uh, which region you want to create this service for this is also very important from the perspective of an application developer uh, 
the region you are choosing for your specific s3 account should be closer to your user base or your actual application because that will help you to reduce the latency between uh, your application accessing the s3 from that region so amazon web services is a kind of a global service and uh, different services are out there and amazon uh, categorize or um, host these different services in different regions so there are different uh, geographical regions available throughout the globe throughout the entire geography of amazon web services and if you are in india so i am in india and if you are in india you can select something uh, some region that is closer to your location or uh, wherever your uh, users are going to use the application so if i am developing an application for somewhere like the north europe or uh, north america or somewhere i should select a region for s3 that is closer to that location because uh, the application is going to consume the s3 from that particular location so you need to aware about those particular things in mind while selecting the region so the selection of region is very important you should select a location that is closer to your application so that is uh, that is one thing which you need to keep in mind <coughs> then uh, you can provide all the other details uh, as default and you can uh, create a s3 account uh, so that will show an s3 dashboard specifically based on your account which you created so now we will look into understanding a bit basics about the s3 so like as i said earlier s3 is an easy to use object storage with a web interface so if you created an s3 just like i said you can view uh, your account s3 account and a web interface so the web interface allows you to create the buckets uh, buckets means that's the root container which you can uh, you can create for your s3 account and that allows you to hold the different uh different objects so different files or pictures or documents so the bucket can be think of like a root level folder in your uh, system so if you have a c drive and if you have something like a uh, root level uh, folder like a files or pictures or something same way you can call the uh, call the root level folder as bucket in s3 so there is no folder concept in s3 instead we call the root uh, root level container as bucket so the first step you need to create is you need to create a bucket and you need to provide a name for the, your bucket as well so the first step is uh, i will uh, rewind it again first step is you have to create a aws account and after that you have to create an s3 account Uh, so while you provide the s3 account name it should be unique and amazon will show the warning and the other thing is like you need to uh, select a region and that region must be closer to where your users are actually using the amazon s3 so once these are done you will get a amazon s3 dashboard that is specifically uh, 
created based on the details you have provided and the next step which we need to do is we need to create a bucket and the, the bucket is called as the root level container for storing the different objects so the like i said earlier we need to store the user data so the user data can be in different forms like uh, it can be stored in a relational database or a non-relational database and some other kinds of user data are files pictures or document it need not be an user data it can be an application data to be specific Uh, so whatever data that your application need for its working uh, which can be files pictures or document you can consider that an objects and you can store that inside the s3 and in addition to that the data or the objects you can also store associated metadata which is which is the data about that objects that can be also stored in s3 so now as we understand more about the s3 we will find that okay s3 is not just a simple storage it is providing much more than what it is storing so it can help you to store the associated metadata and that is also stored as an object but you can't create an uh, operating system or some like something like a linux or something inside the amazon s3 you can definitely store an image um, store an <coughs> something like the, an operating system file or something but uh, you can't install or create an operating system inside the amazon s3 so the different objects which you can create inside amazon uh, s3 there is a limit so one object can be up to 5 tb as of recording this session it can it can vary depending upon the services um, uh, Uh, terms and conditions maybe at a later point of time it can change but up, uh, currently as of recording this one the <coughs> february 4th of 2022 the uh, the f- the object the maximum size your object can hold is 5 tb in size and uh, this this uh, objects which you are storing inside amazon s3 is very highly durable in the sense that amazon make uh, uh, keeps its copies underlying in different areas and uh, and um, make it a point like whatever data that you are storing inside the inside the amazon s3 it's uh, they will give you a guarantee like up to, there's a um, there's a set of certain lines uh, which indicates Uh, how much durable that data is so you can check out the documentation and it's uh, one thing you can notice is it is it's very highly durable and because the data is replicated across the multiple facilities across the amazon center so very uh, very it's very highly durable you can have additional replication as well to increase the uh, availability as well as the durability but uh, even though if you are not doing that still the data is highly durable and it's highly scalable as well like if you are storing some form of data and you need some additional space you can store you can have you can expand it very easily it will automatically expand depending upon how you are storing the data so you don't need an infrastructure upfront in place for your amazon s3 so initially you can start with a smaller scale 
लाइक यू कैन स्टोर अप टू समथिंग लाइक से हंड्रेड और फाइव हंड्रेड ऑब्जेक्ट्स इन यूर एस थ्री बकेट एंड डिपेंडिंग अपॉन यूर एप्लीकेशन डेवलप्स और मोर यूजर्स दैट आर गोइंग टू कंस्यूम यूर एप्लीकेशन मे बी एट ए लेटर पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम यू मे हैव अप टू टेन थाउजेंड और समथिंग जिकाबाइट्स ऑफ डेटा Each object can be up to five TB, but you can have multiple objects. So that way, you can st- store an infinite amount of data. And the thing is, based on your your usage, your storage is what you are going to price for. So this is an utility based price. So you only pay for what actually you are using. So you need uh, don't need to have an upfront cost in place. So this is one of the advantage you will get from a service like cloud provider. You don't need an upfront infrastructure in place. So you are actually Amazon is responsible for managing all those things, and you are only paying for what you are actually using. Just like the electricity example which I explained earlier. and the data which we are storing inside the amazon s3 object by default amazon encrypts the data you can have additional encryptions also like uh, we will uh, think about the encryption details later in this episode but uh, the main point is like even if you are storing simply a file or something inside the amazon s3 by default it is encrypted and Uh, Amazon automatically generates a key behind the scene and it encrypts the data that means that your data is secure there so these are some of the common things which we and un- we can uh, we can consider while or uh, when we are actually st- going to start working with the Amazon S3 so it's more much more than sim- a simple storage it's even though it's calling a simple storage it's actually having a lot of features behind the scene another one important feature is the concept of versioning so that means if you are storing a file in amazon s3 uh, and if you enable the version the next time when you make any update to that particular file so amazon stores a copy of that and you can have two versions version 1 and version 2 similar way you can have any amount of versioning as you like so this will uh, definitely cost you a little more because amazon is actually storing the versions as well in this case but it provides the flexibility like if you want to uh, get advantage of the versioning um versioning feature of a file system or an object system you definitely you can try it out just like when we enable version in a word document if we if you change a file you can understand how much change that is actually happened and you can even revert back to a uh, previous point as well so that that same way you can have an uh, versioning for your file as well but that that is up to you that is up to the application level requirement which you needed from s3 so depending upon your development uh, purpose you can enable version or not so uh, versioning can be enabled from within the uh, s3 dashboard uh, so once you create an s3 account and once you create a bucket you can enable the version and all inside the properties 
which is available from from that dashboard and you can enable the versioning as well uh, another thing which i want to explain at this point is like we uh, in this especially because this is an audio podcast we are now considering understanding s3 from a dashboard or we generally call it like aws console but there are different other ways also by which you can interact with the s3 so if you are familiar with the uh, command line interface amazon offers a tool called the aws cli which you can download uh, from amazon website and you can install uh, in your system there are different uh, versions available depending upon the operating system which you are using if you are a windows or linux user or even if you are a mac user you can install the aws cli and once you install the cli you just need to configure with the account you just created uh, with the command called aws space configure and it will basically ask the uh, different details that you need to provide the main detail which you need to provide is the amazon uh, account name and the secret key which is the way by which the cli authenticates with the amazon s3 you need to provide that thing and then and uh, the uh, the cli or the command line interface can actually in, interact with the s3 behind the scene and all the things which we just discussed like uh, creating a bucket uh, enabling versioning and all the different other features which we are going to discuss uh, in this episode all that you can done through the cli as well so if you are a technical person or an ops person definitely Uh, cli will be much comfortable for you and even if you don't have uh, a system in uh, system for installing installing the cli still you can open the cli from within the amazon dashboard itself so if you have logged into the amazon dashboard or the aws console on the top section there is a uh, um there is a cli that is available a web cli that is available you can simply click click on that and you can straight away uh, uh, provide the commands to uh, s3 same like uh, you are providing from an installed version of the cli so you can try it out from the uh, web interface as well so you just need a web browser for that purpose so on the top section of the aws console you can view a web cli uh, which we can which is called the amazon cli and you can click on that and that will open up a command interface within the browser which you can try it out that is for the technical savvy person but if you are not having that much of technical background and you are just trying to learn aws or you are trying to understand about the s3 then i definitely recommend to try out the dashboard because that will be like an easy to use interface which you can click and drag and drop and you can understand the different features of s3 so now we are in the dashboard or the console and we created an s3 
we are understanding the different features one feature which we just understood is like we can create a bucket and inside the bucket we can store the objects and if you want to categorize more you can have different folders uh, or inside the or multiple folders inside the bucket as well and depending upon how you want imagine if you are creating a bucket for even organization you can create uh, something like a bucket called department and inside the department you can have two folders one for hr department or one for finance department and within the each folder you can have other subfolders as well depending upon how you want to create the different folder structure you can create on accordingly and then you can store the objects inside there and uh, there will be an unique a <coughs> unique way by which you can access the uh, objects that are inside a particular folder uh, and also from your application uh, how you will be interacting with the s3 is through an sdk or the software development kit so this s this s3 is actually a web based and it is using http protocols for uploading and downloading the data so that means that using the console you can upload an object from from the interface which we just discussed similar way you can also try uploading or retrieving files from s3 using the aws cli as well similar way from your application your application can interact using the uh, http protocol rust based protocol for uploading and retrieving data but that is a uh, bit tough for you as a developer because you need to write the underlying http methods for uh, getting and updating the data so what we usually do as a developer is like we simply download the sdks depending upon the language of your preference whether you are in using a c sharp or javascript or python or whatever language you are comfortable with you can simply download an sdk of your choice from amazon website and aw from the aws website and then you can install that particular sdk uh, to your application if if i am using a react or a javascript application basically i can install the aws sdk using the npm similar way for the dotnet i can install using the nuget so whatever language you are using or whatever type of application you are working on you can install an associated sdk and once the sdk is installed and related with your application you can simply uh, pull out the associated methods inside that sdk so if it's a get there may be associated get methods or if there is an update or delete there may be associated method so this uh, sdks are very useful when working with the amazon s3 because you should definitely depend upon first you should look upon whether an sdk will be available for your application so unless the sdk is avail not available then you should go for the pure rust api way of interacting with the uh, s3 otherwise you should definitely use the sdk the advantage of using sdk is like um 
imagine if you are using a c sharp application and you using the aws sdk to interact with the s3 at a later point of time amazon is making some updations to s3 at that point you can simply update your nuget package which amazon provides for you and you can simply uh, update your code in in a very comfortable and easy fashion rather than making a lot of code changes and that becomes uh, code becomes much leaner as well and very easy to understand so definitely you should try go, going for and the sdk approach of uh, interacting with the s3 so in this way your application can interact with the s3 there are different purpose so the main purpose is like storing the application files and data or consuming the different files that are stored inside the s3 there are other different use cases scenarios as well like amazon s3 is used for backup and archiving of data like if you have some form of data where your organization required like the uh, hr department files or uh, finance file or something you can you can store all those in amazon s3 uh, for a backup and archiving purpose how we can effectively store the data for a backup as an archiving purpose that we will discuss a bit later in this episode so when uh, when using s3 for backup and archiving purpose we can select the classes that are associated with storing those objects and we can reduce the cost much lower so we will understand the concept of uh, storage classes uh, within a short time um so that is very important so bam uh, different uh, the storage classes and all is also very important whenever we create or whenever we initially create a bucket and store something inside the s3 it is actually stored under the standard class which means it offers a uh, high fast access of data but it cost a bit a little bit higher compared to the other classes so we can Uh, for cost savings and other budgeting purpose we can effectively associate different classes based on the different kinds of data which we are storing inside s3 especially for backup and archiving we don't need frequent access so we can definitely store that under a different class we will uh, we will discuss that uh, soon and another thing is like the application content storage and distribution as like we discussed earlier uh your application may need to store different contents and you need to distribute them to your users so that purpose you may need to store and another thing is like more today the companies are used is using s3 for big data and analytics purpose so if you search for the documentation uh, you can understand that the big data and analytics require a lot of data to be stored and uh and the services like s3 offers cheaper and high highly available uh, large storage of data so we can definitely store the big data and underlying datas and contents inside the s3 and that can be used and consumed by different other services even inside amazon or even outside the amazon for different analytical purpose
we have uh, started understanding about the s3 now we go a bit deeper uh, and we have created a bucket and bucket is the basic unit for storing it's the root level container and inside the buckets you can have different folders and inside folders you can have objects you, you can even directly store a object inside the bucket as well and all the different objects that you are stored and classified uh, and stored inside the buckets or uh, can be accessible using a common uh, ARN um, which is the way by which you will accessing a particular resource inside the bucket and uh, some of the limits that are associated with creating buckets is like uh, you can create by default up as of this recording you can create up to 100 buckets per account so if you create a new storage account you can create up to 100 bucket but if you need more you can request amazon web services for increasing the quota and they will provide you more buckets based on your requirement normally majority of the application development case uh, 100 bucket is sufficient because you are actually storing multiple multiple uh, objects inside that bucket so 100 multiplied by different objects so you, that way you can store much more data but if you feel that you want to increase the bucket limit from 100 you can request amazon for so and uh, each bucket which we created in the amazon web service so that bucket should be created in within a region that is another thing which <coughs> we need to understand so the, at the time of creating an Amazon S3 account, we understood that we selected a region. So each of these bucket must be also associated without a, uh, within a region. So uh, another uh, uh, when we talked about how we select the region, we understood that we should select a region that is closer to where your users are actually using the application to minimize the latency. So we understood a lot about the Amazon S3. We understood that we can store the bucket and uh, uh, each bucket can store uh, associated different folders and we can store objects inside that folders. So that way we can, we can uh, create the objects inside Amazon in a folder-like structure. Actually, it's a flat object structure. There is no folder concept in S3, but because we have the provision to create a folder inside a bucket we can mimic uh, a, some kind of a, a, a some kind of a folder like way so this folder structure is what we call as prefix so we you can create different different prefixes and this prefix acts like a folder and in the same way uh, you can you can feel it just like you are actually navigating inside a, a file system in windows just like going inside each and each folder so each object which you are creating inside this bucket that will having a version id uh, so if you enable the versioning and that will uh, that the copies will be stored differently and that will consume more storage cost but uh, 
through the version uh, you will have the provision to get back a particular version of a file uh, with the with the cost of additional uh, with additional cost so the the way by which bucket with the key with the version id that uniquely identifies a particular file or object inside the amazon and uh, you can also store the metadata that is also a name value pair to store information about the object uh, so that way you can have an object and you can have the associated metadata also so these are some of the things which we understood and uh, <coughs> uh, when 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 you provide name naming for the folders and the buckets it's always recommended to use the domain name safe naming and characters because uh, you will be accessing these uh, from your application so it should uh, it should be a dns safe and that way we can access it without any problem in addition to that we can also uh, these are some of the advanced concept which are we are now going to discuss so if you feel overwhelmed with a lot of information feel free to listen this episode again and again so that you can understand the concepts in a much better way uh, also recommended to go through the aws documentation for s3 as well along with this Uh, podcast so we'll get an much better idea um, but i hope by listening itself we will get an understanding so the um, episode will be a bit lengthy uh, and apologies for that but you can definitely pause and re-listen at a later point of time uh, if you feel overburdened with a lot of information so the other thing which i am going to mention now is like uh, we uh, s3 provides you the ability to store an object its associated metadata and all but if you want to have more categorization of data like either we just discussed about we can have the concept of prefix or directories by creating different directories like hr department or finance department but same way uh, you can have any other type of uh, Uh, categorization using the tags as well so this tags allows used to group your different objects so you can assign 10 tags per object so if you are storing some object inside the amazon and if you want to have a have a tag just like which we discussed earlier like uh, this is for project 1 or project 2 you can ha- you can have a tag like a project 1 project 2 or something that is associated with that particular object in that way you can manage the object at a later point of time as well now you may be thinking uh, how much consistent the s3 service is imagine if you are storing some object inside the s3 um what will happen if another instance of the application is going to read that same file will it get that file i am up imagine i am uploading from an from an application i am uploading a file named file 1 and after some time i am uploading another copy of that same file uh, the file 1 with a more revi- um, 
with some updations and uh, usually from the application i will be using an sdk and i will be calling the put or update uh, file method to update the file and definitely s3 will update the file but you may be thinking what will happen if immediately another user is going to access that same file will they get or not so the thing is like s3 provides strong consistency for puts that is the updates list and deletes a deletion kind of or kind of operation so if you uh, if you do an update or list or delete an object so the subsequent read retrieves the latest version of the object so no other custom code is required because um <coughs> uh, if you update an object so the subsequent read that belongs to that particular objects will receive the latest version of the object recently uh, uh, that is around 2020 uh, amazon uh, included the strong consistency for all the operations so that means that whenever you make any modification to the object that is readily or immediately available for all the subsequent read operations prior to 2020 there is there were only eventual consistency eventual consistency in the sense like if if, if you update your object maybe the next reading operation will get your copy or maybe not and uh, subsequently it will get so that was eventual consistency uh, which was there prior to 2020 but now uh, the model or the consistency model which amazon following for objects is strong consistency but uh, one thing you need to aware here is like the root level buckets still follow eventual consistency so that means that uh, if you are making some bulk modifications for the bucket from the bucket level um so the so it may take some time like 15 to 20 minutes for all the objects inside that buckets to update but if you make something uh, some changes particularly for an object that will be readily available and also there is no uh, object locking uh, available within the s3 so if you update uh, something uh, or some object and the next read operation the one with the latest timestamp will wins so we have understood a, a lot of things now you may be thinking okay uh, i have understood like i have can use an sdk and connect to the s3 uh, so how will be the authentication and all things will be happening so we will think a bit about the authentication and authorization all those things a little bit and then we can look into the pricing as well so the authentication uh, you will be mainly um, mainly uh, setting it through the um, <coughs> policies so there are different kinds of policies uh, mainly two kinds of policies like resource based policy and you can have uh, the user based policy as well so amazon provides a 
separate service called the IAM identity and access manager so there you can link your different users if your organization has an office 365 user you can uh, you can integrate that with the IAM and then from within the IAM you can use the access control or the ACL way to connect to the different resources that are inside the S3 so that's called the resource based policy two kinds of resource based policies are there one is the access control list and the other one is the bucket policy so you can set uh, either from the access control list or from within the bucket policies so that way um, access control list in uh, means you can grant basic read write permissions on objects and buckets to and the different AWS accounts that are available within the IAM but um, bucket policies are a bit different it grants permissions for the buckets and objects within to the AWS account and IAM user so both are a bit different so the um, access control lists are expressed through XMLs but the bucket policies are mainly expressed through the JSON uh, so the bucket policies can be used to provide fine-grained permissions for the users and um, uh, there is another concept called the user policies as well uh, so that can be also expressed through the uh, the JSON and so different different kinds of uh, policies which you can apply so when, when, whenever you create a new user in from within the uh, AWS account so initially you will be the admin and you have the root level privilege for accessing all the different buckets and objects but uh, if you want someone else to access the different um, objects that are inside the buckets you can you can integrate the AWS S3 with the IAM or the identity and access manager and set different user policies from there you can set the resource based policies as well as the access control list or user based policies based on the levels of controls that you want so you can have uh, you can check all that different things from the documentation that is available from from within the aws um based on that you can provide the policies and based on that your user will get access to the different resources similar way uh, you there are different services within the aws as well one such service is called the ec2 so if your ec2 instance wants to access something uh, in, that is inside an aws bucket you can set policies for the aws um, services as well so the concept of user groups and roles is there inside the IAM so if you open the identity and access manager services you can you can create users there you can create user groups there and you can set policies either for the specific user or for a group of users and also like I mentioned just now for the different other AWS services that wants to access the AWS buckets you can uh, you can have a concept called the roles 
which allows you to set create a different roles you can create a role called ec2 role which allows maybe your ec2 to access the bucket and you can set policies for that as well so all the different policies you can set from within the console uh, so once you have a aws account you can uh, set the different different kinds of policies based upon your requirement but other than that we can understand now from a simple instance like uh, when we initially created aws free account we understood that we can create an uh, s3 account and we can uh, create a bucket and we can store an object now imagine uh, you, you want to try out a simple scenario where from within a, your javascript or c sharp application you can you want to access something an object that is inside the a particular bucket so how you do that the one thing which you can do is like you can create a new user particularly for the application and then you can uh, or you can create a role uh, if it is an ec2 service or some other service that is accessing your your s3 but being an application you can create a user so when you create an user it shows two kinds of uh, two types of authentication uh, how how uh, how how you grant, you want your user to grant the permission to access so uh, whether you need to provide a programmatic just a programmatic access or just you, uh, you need to provide create an user with access to console and all so you can have that provision so if you create a new user from the iam with Uh, both the console and programmatic access that user uh, can log in to the uh, aws console and can do whatever actions using the aws console like a user interface with a drag and drop but if you want to create a user which, which needs just a programmatic access just like your application accessing from uh, accessing your aws backend you can create a user with just a programmatic access and that user will have a just a account name and a key so this account name and key are the two important things which your application is going to use to connect or your sdk is actually going to use to connect to the s3 so with that authentication information s3 can s3 uh, your application can connect to the s3 it can and do all the different uh, operations on the bucket so it can upload an object it can update an object or it can uh, delete an object as well or even it can list the object so different different permissions you can set and uh, after you create a user um, either for a console access or for a programmatic access then you can set the different policies as well so if your application needs just a list or read read access from the buckets which you created you can provide a policy for that user just to have a read only access or list only access lot of ready made uh, policies are provided by amazon as well in in their uh, console so you can evaluate that and you can uh, you can understand okay <coughs> 
you can understand like okay uh, this uh, this policy should i set for the uh, set for uh, this application user but if your application needs to do an all round activity like the uh, upload or delete or listing then you need to provide a full access as well so depending upon the requirements that you need you can specify a policy accordingly for your application uh, so that is uh, that's uh, those are the things uh, which you need to be aware of so we have uh, we have understood uh, how we are authenticating with the uh, authenticating with the uh, s3 bucket and its objects next we want to understand from an application user or application developer's perspective what all uh, what all i will be charged for if i am going to use the s3 so you will be basically start for uh, charged for the storage so that is why i told like when we store something uh, we should be particularly careful in enabling features like uh, the replication as well as the versioning and all because unless it is absolutely required it is better to turn it off because those consume additional uh, storage and that means additional storage means whatever you are going to store for that is what you are going to pay for so uh, storage that will be charged then another thing is like a request so uh, how your different um, services or different applications and actually accessing the uh, bucket resources so you should select a region that is closer to your application and uh, uh, if you want to uh, do some extra features like you can have a services like a cloud front uh, which uh, which further accelerates the transfer of data between the amazon bucket uh, amazon object and your application so uh, you can leverage those additional features as well but that will be also charged then if you want some other features like uh, if you want to monitor your um, buckets Uh, what what all is happening inside the buckets what's uh, what kind of metrics if you want or um, if you want <clears throat> something like uh, uh, if you want to log something uh, uh, log something about what is happening inside your s3 account and all so those all features which you are going to use that will consume additional uh, charges so be, if you turn all those things off then definitely uh, at a basic minimum level you will be charged for the storage and you will be charged for the request uh, which you are actually using uh, all the other things like the metrics the storage class analysis then the some extra features like the uh, ob- inventory object tagging and all which is used for um, further improving the application performance all those will be charged extra so we have understood the concepts like how we can authenticate using the iam and the user policies we also understood now like how we can um, how we can <coughs> use uh, the um, uh, how we, uh, how we can uh, avoid extra charges by carefully selecting 
the versioning and all and selecting the region that is closer to your application and turning off all the uh, turning off all the extra features which are not required for your application so that way you can greatly reduce um, the um, uh, storage cost a lot so uh, i think uh, that covers the just a basic overview of uh, the s3 to get it started Uh, i plan to wind up this episode today here and um, there will be much more to cover uh, the concept of objects st- storage classes then some uh, some other concepts like the life cycle policies then the uh, dif- then the then the different ways by which we can select or identify the objects that are inside the s3 that will be helpful when we actually want to query something inside the a bucket if we have a lot of files that are inside the buckets and if you want to do a query how we can effectively query those so there is a, con- a concept called the s3 select features then uh, in addition to that how we can optimize Uh, optimize the uh, performance of s3 buckets and its associated objects then the concept of pre-signed url lot of things which we need to discuss and i plan to have another one session as well because otherwise the episode will get lengthy i hope this episode will give you enough understanding to get started with s3 we understood like s3 is an object storage from amazon this is one of the most important and very uh, commonly used service from whatever cloud provider be it an amazon uh, uh, storage like s3 or like a microsoft azure storage so the concept are somewhat similar there will be difference in terms of some of the vendor implementations and all but um, overall the concept are nearly same so we have understood like we want to store the different kinds of files and we can leverage or use the s3 for that purpose and not only it's used for storing the data files and its associated metadata s3 is also used for different other purposes like backing up and archiving files for organizations or for different areas Uh, it's also used for our application content storage and distribution and also for uh, areas where that needs big data analytics analysis and uh, its uh, distribution uh, and its uh, presentation or visualization we can still use the amazon s3 as the underlying content storage there because uh, s3 is relatively cheap and we can effectively in that way use s3 for that purpose so in this way whether you are an application developer or you are a big data analytics or even if you want to just a known programmer who want to just store some files or objects within a cloud service like aws s3 will be of great importance we have understood how we uh, can create a new uh, free account in aws with a credit card and then we can create a storage account we understood that okay we need to provide a proper unique name for our storage account and we understood like uh, the concept of very importance of selecting a region that is closer to your application 
we also understood the concept of the buckets like we can have up to 100 buckets but we can have the provision to extend it much much more and inside the buckets you can mimic the directory concepts like you can create a prefix and then you can create different different folders and that way you can uh, you can mimic a folder like structure and you can store the data there uh, once you store an object there uh, that bucket that uh, object name which is called the key and the version id which is part uniquely identifies that object Uh, but version id is optional if you turn off versioning then there will be only one copy and you can select that uh, s3 has a flat file structure as i mentioned here but make sure to use a dns safe naming convention across your buckets and the prefixes that you are using you can also take advantage of the tags concept to group your object we also understood that there is a concept of strong consistency the consistency that is introduced in 2020 uh, so that uh, helped to reduce a lot of custom code and by default uh, amazon s3 has uh, encryption in place like the uh, by default encryption of amazon with a key that is automatically generated by s3 you don't need to bother about that whenever you store a data inside the s3 it will be by default uh, safe and encrypted but you can have additional uh, additional encryptions as well which we will discuss in a later episode and the way by which you will be connecting your application uh, or how uh, the way by which you are actually interacting with the s3 is through mainly uh, when we discussed that in this podcast we explained mainly from the concept of an amazon dashboard which is an user interface within the browser and uh, that's the easiest and very understandable way by which you can interact with the s3 service you can have you can create buckets you can have prefix folders and you can have the objects stored inside there you can also store the associated metadata and all you can enable the version and you can play a lot using this interface alone but if you are technical person and you need a command line kind of interface you can try it from the amazon cli which you can install either in your uh, local machine or you can uh, you can have a web version from within the dashboard as well that's available on the top from the application side you will be interacting to the s3 using the sdk so depending upon the application language which you are using or for developing your application like c sharp or javascript or python select a sdk according to the choice many of the most popular uh, programming languages out there have the concept of uh, package managers there so be uh, take advantage of that feature and simply install the associated sdk once installed the sdk you can have a uh, have the idea of uh, li- uh, reading the documentation of uh, s3 and understand how you can uh, you can call a method or you can select that particular package manager documentation as well like the nuget package manager to understand how a particular nuget package is working uh, that way you can interact with the uh, with the s3 but if there are no sdks available still you can interact with the s3 uh, through the http rest api 
but that's uh, that's the final way uh, you definitely look upon the stk that's the preferred way and next we understood like uh, how we will be charged for even though s3 is a utility based pricing and you only pay for what you actually use um, but still you have to make aware of like what's your quota how much you are going to charge or or developing uh, how much storage you actually consuming uh, within a month for your organization so all those you should keep in mind and based on that you should enable the different features otherwise the bill will be much higher even though it's uh, cheaper the service is cheaper still there are possibilities like uh, sometimes the charges may go high if you are not careful so have a eye on all of those things especially if you are enabling the enabling the unwanted versioning and the transfer acceleration or the different management functions like the monitoring metrics or storage class analytics or the performance improvement uh, things like s3 inventory object tagging or something we will be going to consume a lot next uh, we will in the episode next in the next episode that will be coming within one or two days we will be discussing more about the storage classes because understanding that will help you to effectively optimize the cost that is associated with uh, the s3 so whenever you store an object you are actually paying for what you actually store and whenever you store initially an object by default it will be stored under a standard class that means uh, that object you can access uh frequently and it's very uh, you can have a uh, very fast access but some forms of data which you are going to store within the s3 don't required this standard at all because if you if you store an archive or backup kind of data with the standard class it's not an effective Uh, utilization of cost so def- definitely there are some other basis and that's through understanding about the different storage classes so th- different kinds of storage classes are provided by amazon and we will be going to understand all those in the next episode so thank you very much for listening to, to this episode have a great day and we will meet up in next episode